Open the Bible with me this morning, your Bibles, to Colossians chapter 1. And let's commence our worship of the great God today and his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul's epistle to the church that was at Colossae, called Colossians chapter 1. This is a very long sentence, one of Paul's long sentences. It begins in verse 9, it runs down through verse 17. So it's nine verses long, and it's one sentence, and I just want part of it. He has his prayer in the first three verses of 9, 10, and 11. He has thanksgiving for what the Lord has done for us in verses 12, 13, and 14, but then he describes the Lord Jesus Christ. And I want to begin at verse 15. Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature? For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things. And by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. And having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself. By him, I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. Amen Amen and amen. Amen. This is the Lord Jesus Christ. We are Bible Christians. That means we follow Christ according to the Bible. And so the Bible tells us this is our brother, the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus of Nazareth is our brother. He is seated in heaven. The Bible tells us he's not ashamed to call us his brethren. What a tremendous privilege we have today. And what information we have to know this about him. God's invisible. No one has ever seen God. No one ever will see God. God's an invisible spirit, but he has revealed himself through Jesus Christ because God took on a human body and a human nature so that we can see the character of God in the life, the actions, the doctrine, the preaching of Jesus Christ. So verse 15 said, who is the image of the invisible God? We don't believe in images. Christians can't have images. Other churches have images, but they're not Christians because Christians don't have images. Both Testaments condemn images. Trying to make a totem pole represent God or a statue of Mary, those kind of images the Bible condemns. There's one image, and it's Jesus Christ. And he is the image of God. In fact, Hebrews 1 tells us he is the express image of God, a very clear, detailed image of God. So here in verse 15, who is the image of the invisible God? 
And this who, this pronoun is referring back to the Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. He's the firstborn of every creature. Jesus, in his human nature, is a creature because he was made. He was made of a woman. He was made under the law. He was made of the seed of David. He was made a little lower than the angels and other expressions in the New Testament telling us that. But he is the firstborn of them, though he was not the first created. He came into this world 4,000 years after creation, but he's the firstborn by his right of preeminence. The firstborn in a family got the largest inheritance and was to be respected by the other brothers. Jesus Christ is the firstborn of every creature. All the angels are creatures. They all worship Jesus. Verse 16, 4, and here are some of the reasons why he's the firstborn of every creature, because what other creature can have these things said of him? For by him were all things created, that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible. Now, if he's a creature, how could he create all things? Because he created them in his divine nature. Our Jesus is fully God and fully man. Sometimes things will be said of him that are about his divine nature, being God. Some things, his human nature. In his human nature, he is the express image of God. In his divine nature, he created all things. And that's the God-man. That is the beauty of Jesus, our Lord. He's the one we're here to celebrate today. The only one we're here to celebrate, because it's all about him. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth. Doesn't matter where they are, if they're angelic and spiritual or they're earthly and physical, visible and invisible. You can't see angels. They're here in this room with us, but they were created by him. Or dominions or principalities or powers. A principality is a territory that is overseen by a prince. We're going to be considering briefly today a prince, the prince of the power of the air. There's power in this air, and it's not anything that can be discovered in a scientific lab. The power in the air around us is the spirits that are in the air around us. There are angels in the air around us, good and holy angels, and there are angels in the air around us, sinful and wicked angels commonly called demons, but the word demon is not in the Bible. They're, co- they're commonly called devils in the Bible. But whether they be visible or invisible, any kind of a th- throne, dominion, authority, or power, Jesus created them. And look at the last part of verse 16. All things were created by him and for him. They are his servants. And he is before all things. That means he came first. And by him all things consist. He holds them together. And he's the head of the body, the church. He is the head of our church. The head of our church is not in Salt Lake City. The head of our church is not in Rome. The head of our church is not in Mecca. The head of our church is in heaven. And it's the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning. He's the source. He's the alpha. He's the, he's the, the origin of everything valuable and good. The firstborn from the dead. He's the first one to be resurrected from the dead and glorified in heaven, and we shall follow him. That in all things he might have the preeminence, period. Paul ends this massive 
Well, the, verse 18 is the sentence by itself, continuing on with the, uh, after verse 17, that in all things Jesus might have the preeminence. So these things that were said about him were to lift Jesus up for us to give him all the preeminence. Right. And he gets all the preeminence in our church. Amen. And we want to give that to him today. Amen. It pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. That is how great he is, all the fullness of everything good. The fullness of God is in the Lord Jesus Christ. And having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself, by him, this is, it's all Jesus, by him I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. There were already 4,000 years of God's elect in heaven when Jesus came to earth. Jesus came to earth 4,000 years after creation, 2,000 years ago, and there were already 4,000 years of elect in heaven. And Jesus reconciled them by paying the price for them to God's justice by dying on the cross for their sins. And then those of us that are on earth, we were reconciled to him. This is our Lord Jesus Christ. We're here to worship him today. I hope that today I can slow down a little bit and share a few more things with you that the Lord has revealed to us from the pages of Scripture for us to delight in him. Amen. Let us pray. Holy Father in heaven, we humble ourselves before thee. There is none holy as the Lord. Without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. Thou art the thrice holy God of the Bible. Holy, 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 the seraphim, the cherubim, ascribe to thee perfect holiness. Right. Without the Lord Jesus Christ, to come into thy presence, we would be incinerated for our vileness, our filthiness, our profanity, our sins. We can say with Isaiah the prophet, Woe is me, for I have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee that You have chosen us in Christ Jesus before the world began, Amen. that we should be holy and without blame before Thee in love. Amen. Thank You for setting Your love on us. Yeah. There was nothing lovable about us. Amen. Thank You for making us lovable in the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for taking away all the blame so that nothing can be laid as a charge against us. We are free and reconciled to the Holy God. We thank thee, Heavenly Father, that by the price of the Lord Jesus Christ's death, we have been adopted as your sons and daughters, brothers and joint heirs of Jesus Christ. Be with us this day. We want to give him the preeminence in our assembly. We want to give him the preeminence in our hearts. And we want to give him the preeminence in our lives. Help us to do this. Heavenly Father, the word of God is worthless. As was the temple of God in Israel, worthless. Unless we obey. Right. Heavenly Father, let us live the Bible yeah. rather than celebrate the Bible. Let us live the Bible rather than read it, memorize it, quote it, and preach it. Help us to live it. 
We pray for your scattered servants and saints throughout the whole earth, that you will be with them this day as we have already prayed this morning with the men. And now, Lord, we pray for a special blessing upon us, that the Holy Spirit, the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, will be with us today to open the Word of God to us and to convince us of its truthfulness and to convict us of our duties toward Him who loved us and gave Himself for us. We thank Thee for America. It is a tremendous blessing to live here. We thank Thee that the Gospel has made this nation what it is. And that now as the nation turns its back on that gospel, it is in a state of decline. Its moral cesspool is swirling rapidly to suck this nation down like it did the Roman Empire before it. Lord, have mercy upon us. Forgive the sins of this nation who have turned their back on your word and have turned their back on nature and all that it teaches. Have mercy upon us, Heavenly Father. We are here in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We claim a blessing in His name. For He promised us that if we would ask anything of Thee in His name, You would give it to us. Now be with us. Lift us up in the Word of God and by Your Spirit and with one another that our hearts will be encouraged, our minds enlightened, and that we will go from this place to live lives worthy of that name by which we are called, even the name of Jesus Christ. For we are Christians, and we have taken his name. Now be with us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.